0: Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the 60th year Diamond Jubilee series with the message titled, Don't Give Up on Your Harvest.
1: There's a word from the Lord this morning as we celebrate our Diamond Jubilee year. This is another message in the Diamond Jubilee Sermon Series. Our text for today's message is found in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. The New Living Translation. As you know, I like to preach from this text at least once every year. Amen. I love this. I love this text. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. We've chosen the New Living Translation. Listen to the reading of God's word. Paul writes, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. (laughs) I just want that to marinate for a moment. And let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time Mm. we will reap a harvest of blessings I look at somebody and say if you don't give up if you don't give up amen for the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject, Don't Give Up on Your Harvest. Do me a favor before you sit down, turn around and wave at somebody and say, don't you dare give up on your harvest. Give God a hand of praise as you take your seat. Amen. Don't give up on your harvest Ooh. don't give up <laughs> somebody say I've got a seed in the ground <laughs> y'all gonna make me preach let me say a thank you to Pastor Antoine for last Sunday's message amen and thank God so much for that thank you listen It is said that perhaps two of the greatest attributes anyone who is expecting a harvest can have is patience and perseverance. Now, if you're not expecting a harvest, you don't really need patience. (laughs) You don't have to persevere. But anyone under the sound of my voice... That's expecting one day a harvest from the Lord. You need patience. You need perseverance. One of my favorite definitions of the word patience is this. Listen to this and I've put it on the board for you to see it. The willingness. I love this definition. The willingness to suppress restlessness or discouragement when confronted with delay. Leave it up there for a moment. (laughs) Patience is the willingness, Deacon Carlos, to suppress, not that you don't feel it, but you're strong enough. To suppress restlessness or discouragement when confronted with delay. The word perseverance, someone say perseverance. Perseverance is defined as persistent determination or perhaps more simply put, tenacity. That's what perseverance is tenacity, that persistent determination, down but not out. Blocked but not stopped. The old folk put it this way, talk about me as much as you please but the more you talk I'm gonna bend my knees, tenacity strength to Take a licking, but keep on ticking. That's what tenacity is. I, I have come to the conclusion, I've come to the conclusion that many of us miss out on our harvest simply because we are too impatient. Who am I preaching to this morning? And because we do not possess the fortitude of to persevere especially when things are not going the way we had hope that they would go we are living in a society of people that just give up what happened to the tenacity to keep fighting we are living in a society unfortunately we need to encourage our young people that things are not going to always be easy, that there will be obstacles in your way, that you just don't quit because somebody get up in your face. You just don't quit because things don't go your way. You've got to learn how to brush yourself off keep on coming look at somebody and say "Keep keep on fighting listen unfortunately too many of us are influenced by the forces of negativity that are in our lives that are constantly pushing us just to give up and walk away those forces of negativity that tell you you're too broke, you're too sick, you're too this or you're too that, you are this or that. The devil is a liar. Ooh, uh, anybody know that's the truth? For negativity will always be there uh, After Jesus had been baptized, led in the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, Satan met him there. And his 40 days in the wilderness, Satan was in his face every day. We've got to live our lives as if when we wake up in the morning, we expect the devil to wake up with us. (laughs) Amen, somebody. When you wake up in the morning, you go, good morning to your family. Thank you, Jesus, and good morning, demons. I know you're there because you've been there every day of my life. But I'm going to keep on moving. Anybody going to keep on fighting? I just need a handful of folk that says, I can't give up now. I can't. Come on, somebody, somebody, somebody declare, I can't. my cousin the late elder frank english says i've come too far turn around now anybody know i've come too far too far i've been through too much some of you been through many dangers Many battles. You, 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 you've been knocked down, and, and you've been stepped on, and now the devil wants you to give up or shake your head and say, "I can't give up now. I just, I just refuse to quit now." Sadly, listen to this observation. Sadly enough, we often give up just before our harvest season. It's a sad thing to give up any time but it is sister Gwen it is even even worse when people give up just before the seed is about to turn into a crop and the crop is about to break ground listen it's like a farmer it's like a farmer Thanks to our dear brother, Elder Robert Wilson from Sumter, South Carolina, he's shared with me and talked to me a little bit about gardening and about cultivating the ground. He says you got to work the ground. You got to, you got to work the ground. You got to have a seed. See, you got to have a seed, and after you work the ground, you got to plant a seed in the ground. It amazes me how folk expect a harvest knowing they haven't planted a seed. Can I preach? I love vegetables. In fact, five days of the week, I eat nothing but vegetables. And I love fresh vegetables. And I would love to have in my backyard, tomatoes and cucumbers and collard greens like my friend deacon john richardson and others and cabbage but when i wake up in the morning i have sense enough not to go in my backyard looking for tomatoes (laughs) why because i did not plant a seed can i can i get on some of your nerves It amazes me how you wake up and expect God to bless you and you don't even have a seed in the ground. You never pay tight. You never give God volunteer service. You never do anything for the kingdom, but you want God to bless you. It will not happen. There needs to be a seed in the ground. Everybody that has a seed in the ground, throw your head back and say, I've got a seed. In the ground. See, I don't, as much as I would love fresh tomatoes, I know they are not coming out of my backyard again. Because not only have I not planted a seed, I haven't cultivated the ground, I don't pull weeds, I don't water it, I know that I don't have the makeup to be a gardener. And But what, what I've learned in a spiritual way sense. Who can I preach? Is that how it amazes me how folk come and say, Pastor, pray that the Lord bless me. I said, I haven't seen you in a year. (laughs) Pray that the Lord bless me. When was the last time you blessed the Lord? Amen. But if you plant a seed in the ground and you water that which you have planted, and you weed out that which is planted. And then the key, thank you, Elder Wilson, to a healthy crop is getting the proper amount of sun. Ooh, uh, ooh shining on the crop. And in this case, not the S-U-N, but somebody needs the S-O-N. <laughs> I heard! deacon shimmons the old church every sunday morning brother is used to open the service with the song shine on me we we've gotten too sophisticated for those old church songs now but the deacons used to say let the light from the lighthouse shine on me anybody want the son of god to shine on you throw your heads up and say shine on me lord Shine on me. Listen, as people of faith, we should live our lives knowing that giving up is never an option. If there's one thing the enemy ought to know about you, I can beat you up. I can knock you down. I can lie on you. I can talk about you. I can steal your stuff. But I know you will never give up. The enemy ought to know that when you wake up the next morning, you're going to still have a praise for God. The enemy ought to know that after all the things you've been through, you still know how to give God your best praise. This is a good time to put a 10-second praise break on the fact that I will not give up. tell you, when, when we were in elementary school across the street to Atlas Road Elementary School at the time, friends of mine that are here today, John and others, we, we were there and, and the one person you never wanted to mess with was the little scrub that wasn't that strong, he wasn't that fast, but he had never stopped fighting. <laughs> you could just beat him up. And beat him up and he'll get up, fight some more. And he'll fight some more. Sooner or later, Dick and Abba Simmons, we say, just leave him alone because he will never stop fighting. Anyone in here has that testimony that the enemy needs to know this about you: that you will never stop fighting. In fact, you'll never stop praising God. You know how to give God your best praise even on your worst day. Any fighters in here? Any? I want to make sure I'm in the right church. Keep fighting. Look at somebody and say, keep fighting. Listen, listen, listen. May I preach this? Listen to this incredible text. In this text, let us examine what the Apostle Paul says as it relates to giving up. Paul writes this epistle to the Galatians around A.D. 49. And the only reason I point that out is because from a historical context, that was a difficult time for the first century Christian church. They were being persecuted. They were being abused. They were being being harassed by people who was trying to get them to give up on their faith. Paul writes this to the churches in an area called the Southern Galatia. It was during his first missionary journey. In this powerful letter to the Galatians, Paul defends his own apostolic or apostolic authority and he also defends the wonders of God's glorious grace there were folk who were challenging the grace of God in fact there were false teachers who were saying there's no such thing as grace uh, it's all by works it's not by grace and so Paul wanted to help these first-century New Testament believers but they were young. They were young in their faith. They were emotional. They were impulsive. They were spiritually immature believers who were being heavily influenced by false teachers. In other words, they, they, they were finding themselves believing all of the false doctrine that was out there as if the power of grace did not still Exists, so Paul writes this encouraging epistle he tells them first of all ignore the critics (laughs) ignore the naysayers see some folk you need to just act as if you have not heard a thing they said am I right about it some folk, you ought to look at them and as if you're staring in space. Paul said, ignore the critics. And then he says, keep the faith. And always remember that they have been saved or redeemed by the grace of God and grace alone. Because the critics said, you aren't good enough. You aren't righteous enough. You have not always been perfect. And Paul said, ignore that because we're not saved by works. We're saved by the grace of God. Paul also wanted them to know that God would one day, somebody say one day, reward their faithfulness. God will remember their labor of love so Paul said to them that I don't want you to give up I know folk are challenging your faith people are saying to you that these are difficult times it's hard to believe a believer but don't dare give up Paul writes this word in verse 7 of Galatians chapter 6 the new King James puts it this way Paul tells them that they will reap what they sow. In other words, they will harvest what they plant. Listen to how Paul puts it. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. In other words, Paul said, don't be fooled. Don't let them Try to hijack your faith. If you have a seed in the ground, you're gonna. succeed. see you. No one expects it the next day, but Paul says, uh, "Whatever you have sown, that is what you are going to reap." And so, I don't care what folks say to you. Paul writes, "I'm, I'm not concerned of what the naysayers have to say." I am waiting on my harvest. I am waiting on a breakthrough. Here's how the old church put it. Better days are coming by and by. When I reach that city way up in the sky. Or they would put it this way. Trouble won't last always. Weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. Is there anyone under the sound of my voice know that you've got a seed in the ground and you know that God will not forsake you and you know that something good is about to happen with your name on it. Give God the praise before you get the crop. Look at somebody and say, it's coming, it's coming. Tell someone it's coming, it's coming. Encourage somebody, say it's coming, it's coming. Tell them it's coming, it's coming. Dry your tears up, hold your head up high. Better days are coming. I've got a feeling that everything is going to be all right somebody's got to have the faith to give God a praise in advance knowing let me tell you something thank you Elder Wilson for this faith is putting water on a ground where the sea is beneath the ground and folks see you watering dirt. (laughs) Y'all gonna make me preach up in here. Faith is putting water on dirt because you know what is beneath the ground faith is believing in your child when nobody else believes in them faith is saying my child is godly and will be all right when nobody else thinks your child is any good faith is somebody help me say I've got a seed in the ground and when you see me watering dirt it's because I know what's beneath the dirt anybody know what you got in the ground somebody has joy peace somebody know that God has something underneath where I has not seen no ear heard. So Paul goes on and writes this one incredible verse. Ooh, I'm wrapping this up. Paul writes this one incredible verse. Verse 9. So let us, I've set it up for you. You've got a seed in the ground. You watered the dirt. You, you weed it out. Elder Wilson told me, and I had to, had to confirm this, that you got to protect the seed because what are you tell me, there are over 34 insects that want to kill your seed. Y'all got me. I'm a shout on my own message. There are over 34 spirits, I mean insects. There are over 34 evil spirits that want to kill your family, that want to kill your seed, that want to step on your seed. There's the spirit of discouragement, there's the spirit of this and the spirit of that. But how many of you know that if God be for you, who can be against you? Tell somebody, you can't have my seed.
2: Yeah.
1: Let me tell you something. Hasn't always been easy. I spoke over my sons when they were no way wanting to be near the church. <laughs> when my sons was running in the street, didn't want anything to do with what their daddy was doing. I told the devil, you can't have my seed. I told one of those evil spirits, you better go somewhere else because they may not look like it now. But one day God's going to manifest what I planted in the ground. Somebody ought to jump one time and give God a praise for what you have in the ground. You ought to lay hand on your children right now. Walk by your child's bedroom right now and say, blessing highly favored.
2: So,
1: woo, speak it. Right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now. Right now. Right now. I sense God's doing something. I got to go, but I sense God's doing something right now. Somebody say, right now. God's about to turn it around. God is about to turn it around. God is about to do something incredible. Right! So here it is. Here it is. Verse number nine. So let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time we will reap a harvest of blessings if you don't give up three key insights from this verse and I'll take my seat three key things I want to leave you from this one verse and I'll take my seat number one is this we should never get tired of doing what is good I know it's hard and I know sometimes you feel like you're out there by yourself and can I speak to young people I know it's not always popular to do what's right and to do what's good but always do the right thing always treat people good Don't ever look down on a man unless you're picking him up. Don't ever get tired of doing what is good. Insight number one. Second key insight lifted directly from this verse is this, and I love this one. It says this, at just... At just (laughs) y'all help me preach this. Look over there, somebody say at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings that the Lord has provided. When is it gonna happen? At just the right time when will i get blessed at just the right time i heard the old church say he may not come when you want him but he's always on time he's an on time god anybody know at just i don't know when I am not one of those preachers that tell you what you want to hear. I am not sure if you will get your blessing tomorrow. I am not sure if this will be the week of your breakthrough. But I am sure of this one thing. At just the right time, God will move. Anybody know? Yes, he will. Somebody say yes he will. Somebody say yes he will. When will it happen? And the third and the final insight. Rest upon your feet. Woo. Here it is. Here, here it is. Third and the final insight. Woo. Second one was at just the right time. Here is number three. Woo. Okay, somebody and say, neighbor, we will reap a harvest of blessings that the Lord has provided. If, <laughs> Woo, come on. If, if, look somebody in the face and say, If we don't give up. Clap those hands and say, I will not give up. Look at somebody and say, don't give up on your harvest at just the right time. God's got a blessing with your name on it. If you, if you, if you don't take 30 seconds to give God a prayer, can somebody say don't give up come on give god a praise give god don't give up don't The right time. Somebody in here at just the right time. Sometimes you have to give God a public praise over a private blessing. How many of you know that God has done something? For you, that only God has done. Take the next 30 seconds and give God a public praise. Oh. Lift those hands all over this place give up. Y'all help me encourage somebody and say don't give up. Wave at somebody across the aisles and say don't give up. Brother, I, yes, I know it's hard. You lost your dear wife. We loved her dear, but don't give up. Don't give up. How many of you know joy is coming in the morning? Look at somebody and say, neighbor, Whatever you do, do not give up on your... Let those hands all over this place. Listen, the altar is now open. The altar is now open. The altar is now open. Three key insights. We should never get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. (laughs) At just the right time. Mordecai said to Esther, how do you know you've not been sent to the kingdom for such a time as this? Just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Don't. Don't. Give up. Listen. Listen. Mary Mary wrote this song to those of you that are joining us virtually those of you that are joining us by way of radio I love the lyrics of this song there will be mountains that I will have to climb and there will be battles that I will have to fight But victory or defeat is up to me to decide. But how can I expect to win if I never try? I just can't give up now somebody wave your hands and say, I've come too far from where I've started. From nobody, (laughs) y'all know that, don't you? Told me (laughs) that the road would be easy, but I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me. Clap those hands everybody. Listen. There
3: will be mountains that I will have to climb Uh, and there will be battles that I will have to fight Uh, It's up to me Somebody I uh-huh. never said I God would is speaking to fall. someone right. now yeah. Never said yeah. that everything will go the way I want it to go. But when my back is against the wall, and I feel the hope is gone on. I'll just lift my head up to the sky. Say Lord, help me to be strong. I just
1: so let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up can I read that again so let's not get tired of doing what is good (laughs) at just the right time. We will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Close those eyes, lift those hands. to someone under the sound of my voice that perhaps woke up this morning thinking I'm this close to giving up.
2: I'm
1: this close to walking away. (laughs) The enemy has been on your track. Trying to Turn you back, but you found the strength to get out here this morning to hear this word. I don't believe he, I don't believe Ooh, I don't believe somebody. I, I, God says, I brought you too far done too much for you Kim to leave you now someone under the sound of my voice today your conviction is this I've come too far I will wait on my harvest I will not give up on my harvest, I have a seed in the ground, and I know at just the right time whew, something is coming up out of the ground right. with your name on it. Lord, we ask you to strengthen, keep them, protect them. For this is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And the church said, "Amen, amen, amen." Anyone want to make that special commitment? You want to make a commitment to the Lord. You want to join the church. If you just want to recommit your life to the Lord, see one of the elders. You can remain at the altar. See someone at the church. Come on, me. Come on and tell him don't believe it. this love, yeah, God bless you yes, anyone else come on if you want to make it be
0: weary join well this young it. lady
1: meet us down come here others season, are coming There's anyone that want this is your day right now others are coming right now look at God I don't believe I don't believe I really don't believe I look at God anyone else I don't believe it's not too late. Really at just the believe. right time. Yes. At just the right time. Anyone else? Just the right time. And anyone else? Yes. Gives, look at this brother walking I on really the aisle. Somebody help him. <coughs> I don't believe. You. I don't believe. Hey.
3: Look at God. You've been uh. on this journey a long time. Oh, I really don't
1: believe. Guess. Uh, Guess. Somebody else. Anyone else? wherever you are we'll wait on you you got a seat in the ground you have a seat in the ground amen anyone else god's calling you amen god is calling you amen clap those hands give god a hand of praise somebody else in here god bless you a hand of praise. Clap those hands for those who don't. Listen, listen. As you remain standing, here's what we want to do. First of all, let us say a very special thank you to all of you for coming out. We want to lift this very special $7. Let me preface this. I think Pastor Mac has said this. From the beginning, about a year or so ago, we set out to build a children's and youth zone, four million dollar project. God told us to do it by only raising seven dollars, only asking people for no more than seven dollars. I've got friends across the country who called me and says, how can you do that for seven dollars? It's impossible to raise four million dollars by just asking for seven dollars. I said, it is impossible with man. But we give, and God multiplies. Can I give you a praise report? As of today, and the building is still months away, as of today, thanks to your generosity, we have already raised over $2 million of that with $7. Amen. And so here's what I told the banker. I said, when we get ready to cut the ribbon, I hope we don't owe you one dime. Because God will make a way. And every penny you've given in this special offering, every cent has gone to this project. Put the project on the board. I want you to see it. Every cent is happening next door. Amen. The walls are going to go up in a couple weeks. And I want to say a very special thank you. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get an envelope, put $7 in, go online, text, do that. And even if you have already given, this is just a demonstration of faith. I want you to get that envelope behind your seat and just walk down these aisles and just lay it at this altar and tell God, thank you. This is for the next generation. Amen. This is for the next generation. Uh, Anybody? That's right. Come on, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> these, these are my grandchildren. Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all pray for
3: them.
1: I've got a seed in the ground. Come on, I don't believe.
3: come on, Pastor Mac.
1: I, I, I. I. Oh, you got me i you <laughs> get you. Don't get him. Me this. I, I, I really don't. don't, this. Ooh, I. don't Everybody, come on. Just drop, drop it on I. I don't believe he brought me this. Anybody know God's, the best is yet to come with your name on it. Everybody, I, I don't. don't. Believe. Ooh. Me I. Me. I. like singing with you, Regina. You got it. Oh Let's go. Now I better stop. Come on, I do. Don't don't clap your head. God a praise for the Word of God. Wait on your harvest. Amen.
0: You've been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spirit Fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled Don't Give Up on Your Harvest please call us at 803-776-1238, reference sermon number 4 Again, the number is 803-776-1238, sermon number 04-30-23. May is Worship and Arts Month at Bible Way. Join us for a two-day Worship and Arts Conference Friday, May 19th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, May 20th, 8.30 a.m. until 1 p.m. Friday's Masterclass session will feature multi-Grammy and stellar award winner Kevin Bond. Saturday workshop sessions will feature recording artist and songwriter Pastor Wendy Wyatt, Stellar Award winner Alpheus Anderson, Wild Productions Tandy Beatty, and a host of others serving as clinicians for Power Pack Day of information that will surely enhance your ministry. All workshop sessions will be held on the campus of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Registration is $30 for adults, $10 for children ages 5 through 12. Register now on our website at BWCAR.org. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website, bwcar.org, or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to 73256. That's 73256. You may also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina. 292 Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.